Switch and Board is a brand new podcast studio in downtown D.C. With the ability to record and live stream up to five speakers at a time, Switch and Board can get your podcast off the ground or take it to the next level. Go to switchandboard.com for details or follow them on Instagram at switchandboard. host, Keila Hill Trawick, and today we have our second installment of interviews. Um, I wanted to make sure that Fish Food allowed for you to hear from voices other than mine who provide services to you as entrepreneurs and small businesses. And so today I have with me Tamara Darden. She is the owner of Darden Creative, which is an agency that specializes in photography and styling for beauty, wellness, and lifestyle brands and influencers. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Keela. I'm so happy to be here. I'm excited to have you. Me too. <laughs> so what we're going to start with is why don't you tell me a bit about what you do and the community that you serve? Yeah. Um, so you said it perfectly. Um, I specialize in offering high quality photography and video for beauty, wellness, and lifestyle brands and influencers. But yeah, but very simple to the point, like that's the object objective. Um, in terms of who I serve, I serve small businesses just as much as I serve big businesses. So it really comes down to if I fit their aesthetic um, among some other things too, which I'm sure you're gonna get to. Yes, absolutely. So you, you serve smaller and larger clients. Mm -hmm. um, did you always know that you wanted to serve smaller clients? Was that the goal? No. Um, originally, I went into, I started as a wardrobe stylist. Okay. Um, and I realized it did not love me as much as I loved it. Um, and so I knew I wanted to be creative. I knew going back to a nine to five was not my calling, um, being that I was in a nine to five job for six years. Um, so I decided to go into product styling. And this was around the time that Instagram was just popping up. It was still chronological. <laughs> the good old days. The good old days. And I realized, okay, this is a platform where you need beautiful imagery like that is the purpose yeah. of Instagram and so what I was realizing you know at the same time consumers were becoming smarter as to where they were buying from they were starting to buy small and buy local oh, yeah. and you know I was in New York at the time and there were a lot of amazing brands um, held by people of color and their photography was just not yeah. up to standard right and I pretty much said, hmm, you know, let me use my past experiences to elevate their photography. And they can then use that to, you know, change their narrative. Okay. Um, elevate their narrative. Right. Um, through, you know, beautiful visuals so that, you know, the end goal is to convert, you know, the, that audience into consumers. So that pretty much was the start of it. Okay. 
Um, so I guess I always worked with small businesses, specifically people of color, um, and now it's transformed into more so women of color, which mm-hmm. is really amazing. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of how I got into it. So I guess I always worked with small businesses, but knew that the skill set is transferable for big gotcha. and small businesses. So, I mean, I say this with Little Fish a lot and with everyone that I talk to, um, small business doesn't mean small time. So you no, can be tiny and you all. can have plenty of money and you can be big and not have any money. Yep. So I guess when you come to a client or when a client hires you, what is kind of the first thing that you talk to them about in terms of, you know, branding image wise, but also corrections or maybe suggestions? Like how do you approach that in terms of a, hey, to get us started, we start here? Well, usually I can tell who isn't the right client. (laughs) So let's start there. Um, If a person is just starting out, like they haven't even spoke to like a, a branding expert yeah, yeah. to kind of flush out who the target market is, um, price points. Like they're literally just like, I am just beginning my business. Right. I'm probably not the right person for you. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm probably not the right person for you. Um, when someone approaches me, they're either in two stages. They're probably at the rebranding stage. Okay. So they have been in their business maybe, I'd say maybe two to five years. Okay. So they have consumer data. They know what works, what doesn't work. Maybe they are expanding their assortment. Maybe they're niching down. Um, they probably at this point have the investment to work with a branding expert or a website redesigner. And so now the missing piece is the visual part. Gotcha. So that's one type of customer. Second customer, um, they're a small business and they know they need photography, but they just don't have the bandwidth to run their business like the day-to-day and then figure out what their images need to look like gotcha so then they come to me because I treat it as if I am a full in-house creative Uh. company so I will manage the process from beginning to end um which I guess I would say is my competitive advantage because I have a merchandising background Mm. a styling background And so I'm able to go from ideation to concept development, to shooting, styling, editing, pretty much taking care of it with like minimal touch points and approval so that they don't have to worry about it. They just get the final images and then they can use it as they see fit. Okay. So given that you do so many things and have so many offerings for people, if you had to narrow it down, what did, what would you say is or are the most important areas that they focus on when it comes to, you know, it going from I just need some photos taken to I need everything? If you have to say, all right, I just need a couple of things, what would you say are the priorities? Yeah, so 
Um, for my clients, like I'm very specific, so I should have said this in the very beginning, but I specialize specifically in product and portrait photography. Okay. So um, typically the client that works with me, they want me to manage the entire process, creative gotcha. process. So that would be my client. Okay. Like they don't even want to have to think about ideas okay <laughs> they want to obviously tell me the products that's being featured what colors to focus on which colors not to focus on mm -hmm. um timeline like in terms of when they need the images by but aside from that i pretty much take care of the entire process so pretty much like if someone were to ask me who's my ideal client it's the woman who if she's a small business it's the woman who is doing it all, but does not have the bandwidth to creatively manage her business. So her focus is going to be on making sure that she is presenting to the world mm -hmm. kind of the vision of the product or mm -hmm. service that she's offering, mm -hmm. not necessarily one Creating aspect of that. Creating it and doing it, right. Gotcha. So like, she wants to be in the boardroom and like, closing the deals and doing like the operations right. and the payroll and, and hiring the firing. She's not trying to do this. Okay. It doesn't mean that she doesn't want to, which is why I always make it collaborative and just say, Hey, this is what I'm, I did. This is what I'm thinking. Do you approve? Yes or no. Right. How much, how much involvement do you want? Right. Yeah. Um, but I am taking care of it, taking care of it for her because she just, she doesn't have the bandwidth to do Fair. it. Mm -hmm. And what is the most common mistake you see? So one of the things that uh, we talked about in the previous podcast that happens with Little Fish is that by the time people come to me, they have already tried to DIY some of it, which I say a lot, some of this you can do. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want you to feel like you always have to have an expert to take care of everything. But mm -hmm. what comes to mind for you as a mistake or maybe a suggestion <laughs> that you see happening that um, for clients who are coming to you or clients who aren't coming to you that you feel yeah. like are either a relatively easy fix or at least just redundant in terms of how often you see it. Yeah, you know, I actually do sometimes, or not sometimes, I encourage people to DIY too when they feel like they can't anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, I started in photography, which is my mobile phone. So, you know, you can do a lot yeah, with yeah. an iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was doing it for like a year and a half. So um, you can DIY until you feel like you can't anymore. And then once you're ready, great. Um, the mistake that I see is that businesses, especially when they're small and I get it, you know, they're trying to keep their operating expenses as low as possible. And what tends to happen is they are, when they're looking for someone to do photography for them, they're shopping for price. Like mm. that usually is their number one priority when yeah. it probably shouldn't be. Okay. Um, and the reason why, and I preface this by saying like, it is the responsibility of the business owner to obviously shop around. Right, right. Like, and whatever works for you, great. Um, but don't, you know, sacrifice 
quality and someone who's consistent for just be, right yeah and that sometimes tends to happen um, because there have been a few clients you know once they you know have gotten on the phone with me for a discovery call yeah um, and sometimes that's like the first interaction unless they follow me on Instagram right um, they're like oh my god like this is so detailed and organized for a photographer right. and I'm, it makes me cringe because I'm like oh I wish that wasn't the case, but you know, unfortunately, that is said more often, and yeah. sometimes they get really disappointed, and you know, they try not to take one bad experience into the next. But that gets hard, but that gets a little bit difficult. So, I find that to be because they're price shopping and they're only price, price shopping, shopping and only price shopping when it should be like can this person execute my brand vision? Right. Right? Like, can they execute my brand vision in the time that I need them yeah. to execute it? You know, like, is this person someone that I would actually want to work with? I mean, we have that with Little Fish as well. Like, I feel like there are things that, you know, Little Fish does that may be more expensive than other places. Yeah. And then there are things that Little Fish does that are not as expensive. But mm -hmm. you want to think about how much does this cost me? Do I like her? <laughs> Will she respond yeah, to my emails? Yeah, that's kind of important. Like, yeah. is this person, like, efficient? Right. Like, does this person sound like they know what they're talking about and not just talking about changing, you know, the ISO and the aperture right. on a camera? Like, You need more information. Yeah, you, you need more data. Exactly. <laughs> so when we talked about DIYing, um, obviously, ultimately, all business owners will have to get to a place where they can pay for or prioritize paying for experts in the field. Yeah. But what is one thing that you would recommend that business owners should or can do for themselves before they start paying for help? Ooh, that's a good one. Let me think about that for two seconds. Say the question again. What is one thing that you recommend business owners should or can do for themselves before they even pay for help? Like, what can they do to make themselves better until they can pay for you? You know, that's a great question, um, as you had to ask me twice. Um, you know, I, I think what I always appreciate when a client comes to me is that they know visually, visually what they want because mm -hmm. they've done trial and error. Mm -hmm. um, and trial and error is a really some people hate it some yeah, people yeah. love it i think i think it's a balance but i think you know you try some visual ideas yourself you know uh, yeah. like you know if you're on instagram whatever platform you know works for you and how you cater to your audience or what works right you can you know review your analytics and see like what visually works what visually does not got it um, I, I think I appreciate that a lot because then it helps me like when I'm asking for like inspiration images from the client mm -hmm. and they have it and I can really use that and run with it. So I, I always recommend to clients like just trial and error, like try, try some things out and also like look at your competitors right you know like if you sell you know bath and body products look at a brand that you feel like matches the vision of yeah. where you want to go to like 
get an idea of how you can like flip it for yourself. Nice. That's that's a very good one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Nice save. Um, exactly. So I guess this kind of leads into the next question and maybe you have a different take on this or feel like you've already answered it, but mm-hmm. when do you feel like people should hire an expert? So you talked about who your ideal client is and where they are kind of in their life cycle, but when should people start thinking about hey, it's probably time for me to stop taking my own pictures and invest in someone to take care of not only that, but kind of the creative process surrounding that. Yeah. Um, my initial answer, the, the first thing that immediately popped up is when they're like ready to scale. Yeah. Um, so scaling in terms of like whatever's happening like on the, the commerce side. Um, so they're, you know, growing their revenue yeah. and... You know that's actually happening to a current client right now. They're they're scaling so quickly. So when we first started um, working together, they were beginning to scale. Gotcha. And they were like, you know, we're focusing on the operations of our business, and we just don't have the bandwidth to manage the the creative yep. process anymore. Yep. So I took that from them, like not taking it. From yeah, them, yeah. But you know what I mean. Um, and yeah, so that would say that's the first okay. when they're scaling. Okay. Um, second is when, I guess this is related to the first of scaling, but when they are looking to um, shop the market, meaning like they're looking to put their products in, in other stores. Gotcha. Because a lot of times they need to sometimes give like a booklet Mm. of their product. Mm -hmm. Um, And they want those to look good. Yeah. So um, that would be number two. Okay. Number three, it's going to depend on, like, how that business owner feels. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, it could be, like, when they're ready to launch. Yep. And they're just like, look, I just want to. I want it to be pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Like, first day out yeah um or it can be the business owner where you know they're diying because they don't know anyone yet right yeah who they feel like could execute their vision um it it could be at that time too so it's it's gonna depend that third one is gonna depend on like where they are yeah in their business no i think that's helpful i think that it's important for people to have different entry points Mm -hmm. and figure out okay well right now i don't need it but i'm thinking about when i should and what steps i need to get in place before i go there Mm -hmm. um because it's it's an investment right It, it doesn't matter where in the process you feel like it's you're ready to hire someone if if you know that someone that you're scoping out is consistently providing high quality imagery mm-hmm. you probably already know yeah. <laughs> that okay this is going to be an investment regardless of if it's $800 or if it's $2000 exactly. right so it's going to just be a matter of like always understanding that regardless of where your entry point is yeah very important. So the last question that I have for you is oh, any <laughs> any product, book, podcast, app that you would recommend um, for people? I know you have a mastermind happening right now. Yeah. Um, and you can tell us a bit about that. But also yeah. just like what are 
some tools that maybe you would recommend for people who are headed in that direction and maybe aren't at one of those entry points yet but need to get a bit of learning under their belt before they move there? Yeah, you know, I wish I had more visual, mm. like, examples. I, I think it comes down to a mindset mm-hmm. thing, and so I have a ton of, like, mindset book recommendations. So, like, Big Idea Food. Oh, yeah, so good. By um, Marlena Banks, um, Big I use Magic. That too. You are a badass. You are a badass at making money, both by Jen Sincero. Oh, so good. Um, Purpose Driven Life. I like. I'm starting to read that. Yeah, all um, of those are good. Yeah, I. Yeah, they're like on repeat. Um, Girl, stop apologizing by Rachel Hollis. Because um, I, I think it, it's, you know, whenever you make an investment into your business, you can either come from it as an abundance mindset or or a scarcity fear mindset and usually I I always say this to my inner circle like usually fear comes from a lack of knowledge yeah and so if you equip yourself with knowledge um, then you will feel more confident in you know taking those risks okay um, and making those investments whether it's you know, in photography or video, or if it's in an accountant right. or a right. lawyer. Um, so I would say that. Um, in terms of if you want to DIY, I actually do have a mobile photography online course. Okay. Um, which is Master Mobile Photography Like a Pro. You can go to bit.ly forward slash mobile photography to, sorry, Master Mobile Photography. Um, to check it out and um there are a few like instagram folks that i follow that develop really great flat lays and they have a lot of like blogs on like how to so like what she pictures is really good um there's one more person so i'll make sure to email you so you can put it in the notes okay and we'll put um, all the books yeah. in the notes yes too. yes um and the link yes. to the mobile photography course so that anybody who is not ready has plenty of resources to start plenty. with. Plenty. Yes. So yes, it was great having you on today. I appreciate you being here. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Yes. So um, thank you so much for having me. You can find me always on Instagram. I'm always on the gram. Um, Tamara.Darden. So that's T-A-M-E-R-A dot D-A-R-D-E-N. Um, my website is dartingcreative.com. And if you want to shoot me an email, it's hello at dartingcreative.com. Thank you so much for dropping gems for the audience today. We appreciate it. Um, everything that we talked about today will be in the show notes so that you all can click and learn and be filled to your heart's desire. <laughs> um, thank you so much for being on Fish Food. Thank you for having me. A public service announcement from Littlefish Accounting. I am a certified public accountant, but not necessarily your accountant. For details on your specific situation, please contact us to become a client or an accountant in your area to give you specific advice on your needs. You can find this and all upcoming episodes on Spotify, iTunes, or SoundCloud.
Bond.